Metal! Uh-huh. They, they seem tough. Their bites sting like the dickens. It's podcast time. Your ball grabber friends will talk about their disclaims. Met the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Matt. And we are here talking about Adventure Time from the very beginning all the way to the end. Darn yes, we are. Hey, Matt. Hey, Amy. How are you? I'm pretty okay. How are you? Um, pretty okay. Yeah, you know, I think it's been a minute since we last recorded. It has. We've had a little bit of things happen. Yeah, it's been an eventful month. Mm, COVID, stress, and quarantine, and then... Um, Matt's been finishing school for the quarter, which was crazy hectic. <laughs> yeah, it was. And we're sad to announce that our little buddy Maverick passed away. Yeah, you've probably heard him on one or two episodes in the past. or but Yeah. Yeah, our little buddy. We miss him. Yeah, we've only had him for like 11 years, that's all. Yeah. So. I guess on a more positive note, um, this is something that should excite the lis- the listeners. So we were joking the other day about how... Um, repetitive we get with the beginnings of episodes, like the directed by, and then you'll say, like, it had this many viewers. I'm like, ooh, that's pretty good. That's even better than the last one. So today I'm dead set on saying something different there. Whoa. So prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. All right. Should we get to it? Let's do it. All right. So we are reviewing episode, or season three, episode 21, Marceline's Closet, and season three, episode 22, Paper Pete. Awesome. All right. Season three, episode 21, Marceline's Closet. IMDb rating of 8.3. That's Over- pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said the same thing again. Okay. <laughs> Uh, overall number 73, directed by Larry Leachleiter, Adam Muto, written and storyboarded by, <laughs> by Echo Castera and Jesse Moynihan. Aw. Original air date was December 12th, 2011, with 2.5 million U.S. viewers. Dang, Gino, that's a good number. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the title card shows... Uh, like an over-the-shoulder view of Finn creeping on Marceline from inside of her closet. Yeah. And in the mirror that she's staring into, there's obviously no reflection because she's a vamp. Yeah. Fire. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. Just saying. It is pretty creepy. I like the font, though. <laughs> it's pretty cool. So Finn and Jake head over to Marceline's house to jam with her. Finn intends to play a balloon, believing that they are instruments of the future and plays the, quote, extremity song to prove it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty clever, the Extremity song. I did too. Uh, they find a note on Marceline's door saying that she went out and that she'll be back and to not go into their house. While they wait, Finn and Jake decide to play Cloud Hunt. As Finn counts, Jake hides in Marceline's house despite being told not to. You just gotta love how, like, within seconds they're breaking her one rule. I know, right? Wait. But <laughs> did we expect anything different? No. No. Especially from Jake. Who's a known thief. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got skills. So uh, on the topic of the, you know, playing the balloon, I was joking about how, like, suddenly there seems to be this surge of songs that seem to have a solo of what sounds like a balloon letting out air, like anything by Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I just... <laughs> <laughs> they took notes from Finn. That's right. The show was ahead of the curve. It was. So when Finn looks for Jake, he spots him through the window and tries to tell him to get out. 
but Jake mocks him by copying all of his movements. We've all played this game. And Finn even tried going up close to him. And but Finn Jake... tried going up. Oh, sorry. What? I was mimicking your movements. Oh, God. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> that wasn't even funny. <laughs> it was good. It was good. It just went over my head for way too long. <laughs> so Finn even tried going up close to him, but Jake continues copying him. And at this point, Marceline comes back, and Finn and Jake are forced to retreat into the closet in her room to avoid being seen. Marceline comes upstairs and uses the bathroom without washing her hands and smells something. Ugh. Wash your hands, people. Wash your hands. Did you wash your hands after the bathroom frequently before quarantine life? Yes. Every time I went to the bathroom. Really? Every time. Me too. Gross. What? <laughs> Gross. If I wasn't like immediately handling food, like I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going all I'm natty. I'm your lover. You're handling me. Yes. But With sometimes it's a few hours later. With your bathroom hands? <laughs> my bathroom hands? You're walking on the street, boss? Uh, they get cleaned unintentionally on occasion. <laughs> With what? Your tongue? <laughs> <laughs> After eating Cheetos? <laughs> oh, I'm going to lick that Cheeto dust. <laughs> Ew. This is so gross. I'm, I'm going to edit a lot of this. This is now. like sharing a toothbrush. Ew. Ew. Okay, no, that's way different. <laughs> How is that way different? It's not like you're getting the insides of my hands on. No, just your bits. Like walking on the street hands? <laughs> your bits. My bits. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway. Wash your hands. The message. We should make a PSA. Seriously. Don't be like Matt. Don't be like Matt. Wash your hands. Don't be a dirty bathroom hands like Matt. <laughs> All right. So Finn and Jake panic, but Marceline smells her armpit and decides that the smell was coming from her. So they were smelly. Of course. They didn't wash their hands. God, wash your hands. Marceline then picks her nose and flicks a booger into the closet. It's been the grossest minute of the podcast it ever. It seriously has. I feel like there's teenage boys. Finn decides to write a note saying there's an emergency at the tree fort, so Marceline will leave and they can get away. Finn plans for the note to go downstairs and eat eggs and land on Marceline's front porch. He like folds it in a really like elaborate airplane. So he flings the note, and it does everything Finn plans for it to do, including go downstairs, make and eat eggs, but it doesn't land on the front porch. It actually returns upstairs and land in, lands in Marceline's trash can. But the how simple, it's just so, like, anticlimactic. Like, it's going through all the stuff, and then just bloop, yeah. right into the trash. Yeah. But the fact that Finn doesn't have magic, we know this, and he's able to make an airplane that could do all that stuff... He's supernaturally good at making airplanes. He is, but we also know he's a wizard. Oh, that's right. He is a wizard. You're a wizard, Harry. You're a wizard, Harry. A what? <laughs> a what? So Marceline decides Finn Welcome and Jake. Welcome to the Harry Potter podcast. Yep. I'm Matt. <laughs> I'm a wizard. I don't think I've got the Harry Potter knowledge to pull off a Harry Potter podcast. No, you podcast. don't. No. You don't. I've Sorry. seen the movies. <laughs> a bunch of people are like punching themselves in the ears right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, keep on stepping, Lord of the Rings. Oh come on! I love Lord of the Rings. You know that. Well, I'll give it this: like I think the Harry Potter books are more entertaining read than the Lord of the Rings books. And that's a rock fact. That is for sure. It's just unfortunate. Okay, I know we're not like a political podcast or anything, but I do think we have a place where we can like 
take a stand for things that we believe in. And it's unfortunate that J.K. Rowling is not um, supportive of transgender rights and has made some very, like, shocking statements about that. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah. The more you learn about your heroes. Yeah. At least sometimes. Sorry to, like, be a Debbie Downer. It's all good. You know, tangents. We need more tangents like this. <laughs> Besides, the the description for this episode is pretty short. So. I'm already bored. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Marceline decides Finn and Jake are not coming and begins to play her own personal music that no one else should hear. It's the journal song. Journal. As she plays, Jake says that what they have done is far too much, and then he states that he will find a way out. So he smashes a, a small hole through the wall with a spoon, shrinks and tries to escape, but a white spider chases him out of the hole. Finn and Jake panic, but are able to quietly push the spider outside of the closet. <laughs> it is horrifying. So, like, we're in Washington State, and during the summer and fall season is, like, spider season. Oh, boy. Yeah. There's so many spiders. We just saw one, like, five minutes ago. Yeah, and it's crazy town. Yeah. I was really proud of Matt, though. The other day, he captured a spider and took it outside. Yeah. I was... taught him how to do that. Hmm. Yeah, you did. It was only mildly terrifying. We're not spider people. We are not spider people at all. Anyway, the spider then pushes a lamp off Marceline's table, shattering it. As Finn and Jake are observing it, Marceline hisses as she draws her attention to the closet. She opens it, only to reveal she's getting a broom and dustpan, while Finn and Jake are hiding in an overcoat. As Marceline puts the broom away, dust falls on her, <clears throat> and she goes to clean herself up. Jake coaxes Finn to check out the situation. Finn sneaks out, only to witness Marceline floating towards the bathroom, naked. Oh, boy. Shocked and embarrassed, Finn fi quietly retreats back into the closet, refusing to go back out. Uh-oh. This is such a violation of her privacy. <laughs> it really is. You know, it's funny. It's like, you go back and, like, watch comedy movies from the 80s with, like, the guys that are, like, peeping into, like, girls' locker rooms. And, like, it was considered funny. And, like, nowadays, I feel like people watching this seem to be like, that's terrible. It's, that's, that's, that's very awful. That's totally, like, horrific. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, at least the show's got the right idea. It's, it's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we're very political. <laughs> <laughs> so, Marceline then goes to bed, and Finn and Jake try to leave by quietly moving toward the exit. On their way out, the spider falls on Finn's forehead, and Finn quickly flicks it onto Jake's shoulder. This seems like a realistic situation. <laughs> so the spider bites Jake, but Jake does not scream out loud. However, he does show that he is in pain. As they reach the exit, the two begin to argue about whether or not Marceline is awake and can hear them. Jake says that they are very quietly screaming, <laughs> and Marceline reveals that she can hear them. Like, they were loud. They were totally loud. Finn and Jake try to hide, but to no avail. Jake changes shape to look like Finn, and Finn wears a <laughs> lampshade on his head. <laughs> Marceline demands an explanation, and Finn and Jake explain what happened and apologize. Marceline accepts her apologize and states that she hides at their house all the time. The episode ends at the tree fort with Finn and Jake paranoid that Marceline is there. Just before the credits, it's revealed that Marceline is really at their house messing with them. Yeah, and we know that she does that. They'll call her sometimes, and she's like, hey, guys, what's up? And she's, like, under their floorboards. Yeah. Just creeping on them. So I have questions. Yes. Why does Marceline need a bedspread if she sleeps hovering above her, be her bed? I don't know. Maybe it's, like, um force of habit from when she was more human. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's just one of those things that's there for decoration. Yeah. Maybe if she has uh, guests who can't float. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to find logic here. There is none. There is none. And that's okay. What did you like about this episode, Maddie? So I think it's funny. I, like, I remember 
like even while we watched this one, I thought it was kind of like, yeah, it's okay, you know, it's a filler. But as we discussed it, it's it's pretty funny. Like the stuff with like the spider, which is it's super gross, but you know, them trying not to freak out about it. Like that's something you can relate to. Like if you're trying to hide from somebody and you have a spider on your shoulder and you're trying not to make noise, things like that. I think uh, just like Finn and Jake's reactions and like Jake immediately throwing Finn under the bus in the totally. end and going into his form. Like that's so funny. It's two panicky friends. Yeah. And I, I liked it. It's it's pretty good. I like this one. What yeah. Do you think? <clears throat> so I liked how, I don't know, I just think that it's really, really funny how they are constantly, this is like one of those episodes of, what do they call them? Comedy of errors. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just, the spider humor was actually pretty funny. Yeah. I liked it. Not going to lie. It was good. So um, when Marceline calls Finn and Jake and she gets their answering machine, she looks so annoyed because it's one of those like long, jokey ones that goes on way too long. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. 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 Me too. Matt, where was the snail? The snail was near the ladder. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what that was referencing? Question mark. I don't. I love how you just put the words on there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, we'll remember what this means. Yeah, no, you did not. So when <laughs> when Marceline is like finding them and Finn's hiding in the lampshade and Jake is stretched, posing. yeah, posing as Finn laying on the ground. Laying all sultry on the on the ground. Yeah. Um the snail is actually by the ladder behind Finn leading downstairs. Oh yes, I see that picture. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, now you do. No, mm. Yep, yep. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so what's your favorite line from this one? My, oh, I had two. Ooh. So the first is, balloon music is the future. <laughs> that was Finn. And it's also a fact. And then Jake saying, she didn't even wash her hands. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wash your hands, folks. Wash your hands. Uh, my favorite line is, smells like sourdough in here, Marcy. And I love how she, like, smells herself and thinks that she was the smell, but really it was Finn and Jake that yeah. were the sourdough smellers. <laughs> is, is sourdough smell a bad thing? No. Yeah, sourdough is good. Yes. Uh, give me an impression of a character. Okay. This is Jake. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. I can do this. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> that was probably your best Jake yet. <laughs> talk- yeah, I'm not going to do any better because I'm doing Jake, too. Yeah. Bring it on, brother. Oh, that was good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You ready for some trivia? Oh, yeah. All right. So as we know, Marceline leaves a note on the door for the guys. It says, hey, guys, the the note actually reads, hey, guys, I had to run out, but I'll be back in a few minutes. I had to run out to buy some ketchup. Is it possible to be allergic to tomatoes? My sleep patterns are always super weird when I eat tomatoes. Do you ever have those lucid dreams? Anyway, don't go into my house. So that's what it says. I love ketchup. You do? Yeah. I, I know you like it with french fries, but that's Yeah, about french it. fries and on hamburgers and ah, hot yeah. dogs and ham- hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> and french fries. And french fries <laughs> and hamburgers. Yeah. Each, each hamburger that you're saying is is from a different restaurant. Yeah. So it's different. Yeah, totes. New McDonald's, new Red Robin. So at the end, when Marceline tells Finn and Jake to explain themselves. Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory. They, they do have some good burgers. They have good burgers. They have some 
burr. Like it's a good burr. I mean, I'm going to go to Red Robin. <sighs> yeah. So at the end, when Marceline tells Finn and Jake to explain <laughs> themselves, Finn says that they were playing hide and seek. But at the beginning, they called it Cloud Hunt. Yeah. Is that interesting? Yeah. Cloud Hunt. I mean, it was hide and seek, yeah. but. Cloud Hunt is like the ooh name for it. I guess. That's a stupid name for it. It is stupid. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> uh, Finn seems to count incorrectly when counting to 10 in Cloud Hunt. He counted one, two, three, four, five, four. Can Finn not count? Well, I wonder well, if that's the cloud hunt rules. Ah, uh, maybe. We do know that he's bad at math. <laughs> yeah, he is. So there seems to be a green worm in Marceline's ceiling. That's cool. I mean, Shelby lives in Jake's viola. That's true. Why not? Why not? <clears throat> um, the bearskin rug under Marceline's bed has three heads and various arms. Hmm. Did you notice that? Mm-mm. Yeah, it's crazy town. Everything in Marceline's fridge is red, as she likes to eat shades of red, except for the eggs. No red eggs? No red eggs. Um, on top of a box in Marceline's refrigerator is written exp eight, so expire, 8-18-12, meaning the product expires August 18th, 2012. This is the background artist Santino Lascano's Lascano, wedding date. Awesome. No, yeah. Oh, that's, that's awesome. I love finding this little stuff. Yeah, I think that's cool. So, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this episode based on the name Marceline's Closet? Yes, I do. Oh, yeah. So, Marceline, BP, LSP, and Slime Princess get together to clean out Marceline's Closet after she, after she gets caught under a huge pile of junk. That actually sounds like an episode of the show. Like, that sounds like, really? that sounds like a genuine filler episode. Huh. Uh, I'm not one that exists, but it sounds like something that would exist within the series. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant that there was one that um, was this. No, no. Uh, but I like it. It's great. That sounds like a season fiver. A season fiver. Oh, well, then again, season five has like a billion episodes. It has a billion. <laughs> so that's going to be a, a challenge. Um, <clears throat> as far as how close it was, mm, there's a closet. <laughs> D plus. D plus. D I plus. knew you were going to give me a D plus. I think it's your first D plus. I appreciate that. I could be wrong. But as far as creativity, that sounds like fun. That, that, I'd enjoy that episode, especially as far as like a non-Finn and Jake one. I give that an A. Oh, yeah. that's nice. You done, you done good. Thank you. Hmm. And do you want to predict what the next episode is going to be about? Yes. Which is Paper Pete. Ice King, in his loneliness, creates a new friend, Paper Pete, who ends up coming alive after a freak lightning storm. <laughs> Paper Pete is evil and knocks out Ice King and starts to go after the Candy Kingdom in a rampage. The Candy Kingdom. Really? <laughs> so, I like it. I guess we're going to find out in just a moment. Any last thoughts about this episode? I uh, never paid much attention to this one before. It's just kind of, you know, it's a, it's a filler. And this time through, again, while watching it, I was like, okay, it's all right. But then talking about it, just discovered how funny it actually is. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. it It's just a cute episode of course it rings high because it's marceline episode and i'm not saying i don't like marceline marceline heads okay i like her oh she's definitely grown on me i love the relationship between the boys and marceline i think that i love like the relationship building and how it's just it, that comedy of errors kind of thing and yeah. um the airplane business was hilarious um like it literally like 
took out eggs and stuff and was frying them. It was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say that um, this probably is not in my like top episodes, but it still was a good episode. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it shows like the development of their friendship too. Like season one or two, Marceline wouldn't have reacted as well as she did at the end of this one. Totally, knowing that Finn and Jake were hiding out in her place. Yeah. Like, I love that. Like, seeing the progression of their friendship. It's great. I do think it's interesting how, like, they are so vanilla about it. And mm-hmm. they're, like, freaked out. And she's like, meh. She does it all the time to them. And it's just kind of funny. Yeah. She's like, yeah, well, I can't get mad because I'm in your guys' place all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess technically cool. she's their landlord, right? Is she? Oh, she owns their... Does she actually own it, though? I just got her, like, insignia or whatever in it. Yeah, but does that mean she owns it? Yeah. Is she just renting out to them? Are you like I wonder what the rental rate is? <laughs> right. Well, we know that there's all sorts pay, of exchange in. in do they have to pay uh, a deposit? I guess. I do wonder how. They is came there a lease agreement? The did did they Who find pays the, the utilities? <laughs> it wasn't fully furnished when they moved. Is there Wi-Fi? <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> are know, they allowed to the have pets there? Is Jake counting as a pet? I have so many questions. Right. <laughs> Are there any parking spots? How many parking spots? Right. What utilities are included? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know they've got lots of money. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe they're like saving it for a rainy day. Yeah. Rainy day daydream. I was just going to say that. Get out of my head. Uh, Good talk like this for days. We had so much more to say about this episode than I thought we would. I I agree. 100%. (laughs) Oh, good. All right. So let's get on to... Paper Pete. Paper Pete. All right. Season three, episode 22. IMDb rating 7.0. <laughs> of course, because I love this episode. It's that low. It's it's actually pretty clever. <laughs> I, I am excited to talk about this episode. Overall number 74, directed by Larry Leachlider, Adam Muto, uh, written and storyboarded by Kat Osborne and Somville Xiaphone. Yay. Original air date, January 16th, 2012, and we don't know how many viewers there were because it wasn't listed. How disappointing. I was very disappointed. And uh, the title card is going to make me feel like an idiot because I don't know the name of the painter or what the name of the painting is that this is a spoof of. But, you know, it's the one with the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> that are all over the place. Yeah. I think it's called Crazy Stairs. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's basically that, but with Finn and Jake in it. And Jake's got his face pretty much stuffed in a book. In a book. Yep. There's I, a lot of stairs. Yeah. You know, I feel like there's, like, something hidden in this one. I just can't figure out what it is. Like, if, like, these bookshelves are shaped like specific letters, like somebody's birthday or... Maybe. Probably. Knowing the show. Oh, it's, um, like, the stairs to nowhere. Yeah. What is the name of that painting? Oh, farts. I don't know. They made a thing uh, in that movie Labyrinth about it. It's called My Funky Stairs by Tommy Midietti. What? Midietti. That's My Funky Stairs? Yeah. Is this the one you're thinking of? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I don't think so. I think there's a different one that we're thinking yeah, of. Yeah, because it, like, it's a, like a classic painting. I, I yes. don't think it have a name like My Funky Stairs. It looks like it, though. It does. <laughs> uh, hold on. Oh, oh wait, wait. Is it this one? <laughs> Oh, it's an Escher. The Escher painting. It's Escher. Yeah. The Relativity. Oh, yeah. Of course, it's got a boring name like that. <laughs> so, I love art. I love making my, art. My... God, art. 
history just bores the my crap fun, out of me. My funky stairs. My just, funky it's, stairs. It's Escher painting. I can't believe I thought that was an actual possibility. You guys well, know what painting we're well, talking about. Well, there is one called My Funky Stairs, but that is not the one that we thought of. My Funky of. Stairs is just a ripoff of this one. Yes, exactly. That's great. And with color. Okay. Oh, my. Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> MC Escher. I'm an art major. <laughs> oh. Oh, F, Matt. I'm giving you a rating now. Oh, man. It's going to go down as one of my worst moments. I can't even tell Amber on you. Oh. Uh, I love it. I doubt she knows the name of it. That's funny. Okay. So, on to the synopsis. Uh, Finn and Jake are moving through the library that belongs to Turtle Princess. I didn't know that was Turtle Princess. <laughs> but now looking at her, she's wearing a crown. It yeah. makes so much sense. Uh, while heaving a ludicrously large book on top of their backs. Upon setting it on the table, the book is revealed to be an unabridged history of Rainicorns titled Rainicornicopia. Ooh, good name. Yeah. It's got a nice ring to it. Finn quickly becomes bored and goes off to seek out something fun to do, like another adventure. But Jake dismisses this as nothing more than Finn playing make-believe. Yeah, like, what is with Jake thinking that, like, Finn's adventures are all in his head right yeah. here? It's like, he's with him on all these adventures. Totally. Like, oh, you're just making stuff up. Ugh. You're just, you're just whatever. <laughs> so frustrated by Jake's dismissal, Finn goes off into a random island, discovers the pagelings and their leader, Paper Pete. Yes. So they're basically like little origami guys. They are so adorable. It's so funny. Love it. So Pete tells Finn that he and his secret band of blank pages have been defending the entirety of the library from the Moldo horde for many moons and that their recent attacks have become more fervent using a book called Teddy Bear Joke Book as an example. And he like holds it up and it's like torn and... (laughs) Yeah. So Pete concludes this by stating that they will mount a full scale assault on the library tonight. Finn, in an attempt to show Jake the pagelings pulls the book right from under Jake's nose and drags it hastily to where the pagelings were. But some of the books fall and obscure them from view, leading to more aggravation on Jake's part, and he accentuate his belief that Finn is continuing to make up adventures. Well, that's definitely not all of the notes. We must have not. <laughs> okay, let's just take a second. After Jake leaves, Finn asks the pagelings why they did not show themselves to Jake. And they respond by pointing out that they are a secret group in which to reveal themselves only to Finn, whom they refer to as their noble giant. So Finn convinces the pagelings to come show themselves to Jake by stating that he too is a great giant and will aid them in their battle. But upon arrival at Jake's table, Jake puts his head down in the book and thickens his arms so that he can cover up the sides of his face from distraction from Finn. So the flower dance from the pagelings does nothing but annoy Jake further from believing Finn. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) I love it. Afterward, the pagelings and Finn return to the spot where Finn first met them. But to the horror of the pagelings, a reconnaissance squad of Moldo have a... Is that how I say it? Yeah, I think it's Moldo. Yeah, like mold. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Have arrived and already began eating the pages of some of the books. The pagelings unsheathe their paper swords and charge into battle with the Moldos. But Finn manages to win the battle for the former by yawning on all of them. While praising Finn, Pete mentions how the bites of the Moldo sting like the Dickens. Like the Dickens. <laughs> Which soon leads Finn hatching a new conceit. 
The two surreptitiously, well, there's a new word for me, <laughs> follow the Moldos to the secret lair where Finn and Pete enter, and after Finn makes random noises, are surrounded by Moldos. They're initially belligerent, but Finn manages to calm the whole Moldo clan down by saying that he has come to join them, much to Pete's surprise. What a plot-heavy episode it's this really, actually is. It's really, really plot-heavy. <laughs> Considering it's all in a library, taking place within, like, two aisles of this library. So, much to Pete's surprise, who is shortly thereafter reminded by Finn that he should trust him. After Finn calls out their, the democratically elected leader, he snatches up Mildwin and many other Moldos into his arms, runs through the library, and upon arriving at where Jake was, throws the Moldos at him like a jerk. He's kind of being a jerk, but that's cool. <laughs> Jake soon notices only their biting on his fur and flesh and fails to remove them from his person or to see them, which was Finn's original intention of throwing them in the first place. The Moldos will not remove themselves as they find Jake super tasty. Realizing what he had done, Finn frantically attempts to find an answer in the library, which he quickly sees to be the books. However, instead of finding an appropriate book to read, he instead grabs a book and begins whacking Jake, which has nothing but pain Jake more. It's so funny because you, you think like you think the message is going to be, the answer is in knowledge, read the books, but he's yeah. like, no, he grabs the book and starts hitting him yes. with it. So I love it. In despair, Finn seizes whacking Jake, but then drops it in response to the appearance of a Moldo chewing on his shirt, who comments on it as being the tastiest thing ever. 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 Suddenly, Finn takes off his shirt, much to the embarrassment of Turtle Princess, who, like, she's like, oh! Ooh! <laughs> and presents it to Mildwin as a peace offering from the Pagelings. The Moldos on Jake crawl to Finn's shirt, and Mildwin responds by stating that the shirt should feed many generations of his people. Finn then says that if the shirt runs out, he will give them his pants. <laughs> what a nice swell fella. Yep. Jake soon removes the Moldos from his eyes, and despite being shown the pagelings and Moldos, thus proving Finn's original claims throughout the episode, states he cares not for them as he is in pain. The two leave the library, and Jake confesses to being stuck on the single paragraph of Rain and Cornucopia for 11 minutes. Mm -hmm. Been there. When asked about learning the history of his potential mixed species children with Lady Rainicorn, Jake says he will fake it. Fake it till you make it, yo. <laughs> Finn comments that there are sun people to fight. Jake, after having his question confirmed by Finn that Finn is indeed making stuff up now, decides to cooperate and runs off into the distance with him. Wow. <sighs> it's so funny, like, how much there... Like, it's a very goofy little episode, but yeah. when you think about the actual plot of it, it's pretty dense. It is really dense, yeah. Yeah. So what are your first thoughts here? Um. So first off, love, love, love. Love this episode. I thought it was so funny. Paper Pete was adorable. <laughs> they're a little plight. They're just these little guys. They're like, it's like this whole, I mean, like, if you think about libraries, like, so when we were kids, we would go to the Redmond Library all the time. And um, I love going to the library and walking up and down, like, the all of the different um, shelves and, and rows of books and stuff. And you just inhale, like, the, the smell of, like, books and how, like, beautiful it is, right? Yeah. And how cool is it that the library comes, like, starts to come alive through the story and, like, mm. there's this inner battle of, you know, preserving the books and is this, like, some sort of, like, larger commentary on libraries? I don't know, but, like, if you think about, like, how they're just trying to protect these books and they're these, like, they they almost reminded me of the, the Knights of Nih, um Nih. from... Um, Monty Python. Monty Python, yeah. yeah. And I just I just think it's 
I don't know. It's so rich and I love it. It's so great. I do too. Like I do feel like there is, you know, the the knowledge is power message in this one, but they tell it in a very sarcastic adventure time way. It's not going to be as straightforward as other cartoons. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. What how, did you like it? What did you think? What are your first thoughts? So, uh, one of the funniest moments in this one for me was uh when Paper Pete is being rescued by Finn and he's Comparing Finn to all these different literary classics, and he's like, you have the cunning of, of Odysseus, and he keeps <laughs> winking. But, like, the wink is very loud when he's winking, and Finn's like, stop it! <laughs> um, yeah, so I just think this one's goofy and hilarious. And, like, I love how, like, non-logical it is that Jake doesn't believe anything Finn's saying, because he's been with him on many, like, fantastical adventures. So, like, why would he not believe him about Yeah, this totally, totally. Like, yeah, like, why all the doubt all of a sudden? Yep. This uh, this episode has become a very popular meme for the show, which is the image of uh, Jake studying intensely in the book with like his face smushed into it and his jowls all spread out. <laughs> That's so yeah. funny. It's it definitely is a it's such a funny such a good episode. Um, I like how Jake was foreshadowing his half puppy Rainicorn children through this. Um, yeah, you know I I love it. <laughs> I'm not a king. I was democratically elected. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what, what, oh yeah! Oh, you wrote down a lot of good lines from this one. I did. Yep. The sweaty stuff tastes amazing. Amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Relating to your mixed species kids, I'll just fake it. Yeah. I wrote that Finn is shaped like a jelly bean in this episode. He is indeed. <laughs> it's it is funny. Like some episodes, like the uh, the the quality of animation differs pretty significantly, and this is one of the ones where there is like, ah, oh, we don't feel like doing this today. Yeah. It's just blat. <laughs> So everything's a little disproportionate compared to usual, but I think it's funny. It is funny. I agree. So, Matt, where was the snail? The snail was on the top left table. So, um, yeah. in the episode uh, when Turtle Princess... Why are you sorry? Because I'm not descriptive enough. I need to get more descriptive you with You need these. to get more descriptive with us. So, um, Turtle Princess is shushing Finn while he's walking through the the aisleways and there's four tables in the in the in the screen and uh the snail is on on the top left table of the four awesome hey matt yeah snail watch 2020 snail watch 2020 we forgot to say it in the last one we did oh man well we gotta do it twice then yeah snail watch 2020 snail watch snail watch 2020 2020 <laughs> all right matt what was your favorite line very well, we shall dance as flowers. Okay, that was so freaking cute how Paper Pete was dancing like a flower and they were all flowers. It was adorable. They're all unintentionally adorable. Yes. Paper Pete, or PP as his friends call him, their bites sting like the dickens. I love that line. Yes. Their bites sting like the dickens. I always thought this guy's voice sounded like Will Ferrell, and it's yeah. not Will Ferrell. <laughs> that would be so great if it was right though. oh man he'd be amazing as paper pete i would love it it's it's like the voice that they chose for him sounded like they wanted will ferrell and couldn't get him yeah so it's like will ferrell light yeah give me an impression of a character all right this is troll princess Shh. awesome classic Turtle princess i know classic <laughs> and my person's gonna be paper pete you can call me pee pee Pee-pee. <laughs> Pee-pee. Mm. All right. Some trivia? Some trivia. 
there are eight books with IES at the end. Kitties, zitties, witties, middies, nitties, fitties, hitties, and jitties. I wonder what jitties is about. They, uh, <laughs> they also appear in the episode Kingworm, where Finn uh, is observing Lady Rainicorn and Jake wrapping a gift while he was in his dreams. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, Jake. <gasps> How many kids do they have? Oh, uh, oh, I don't remember. I wonder if it's the same amount as... That's what I'm saying. Ah. Is I'm Googling title? it. You read the trivia. I'm Googling All right. So Jake says that he was reading the same Rain Cornucopia paragraph for 11 minutes, which is the exact length of an Adventure Time episode. Awesome. Uh, a crown similar to the Ice Kings is seen on the cover of a book that falls on Jake when he crash tackles Finn. They probably could have used that book for, for some information on Ice King. Probably. They only have five children, so... Oh, two. Oh, yeah. unfortunate. Oh, okay. <laughs> a crown similar to... I read that one. Okay. Paper Pete states that the, the pagelings are the blank pages at the beginnings of books. They're also called fly pages. Fly pages. Did not know that. Oh, here we go. The title card is inspired by the works of X. <laughs> yeah, sure. Particularly... What, my funky stairs. <laughs> the house of stairs. <laughs> my funky stairs. I love it. <laughs> okay. The ghost fit in Jake saved him. Blood under the skin is seen sitting in the library. Oh, no way. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. Drop ball. Drop ball. You freed me from the addiction to drop ball. You know, and now he's getting an education. That's awesome. Look That's at him. That's so amazing. Good job. Yeah. Good job, Brilliant. ghost. Good job. I, I feel really happy for him. <laughs> like, unnaturally happy for this minor cartoon character. <laughs> you know, he's going places. It's great. Yeah, he's, 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 he's making something of himself. I, lo- I love that character. He's like one of my favorite one episode characters. That's great. Well, two, actually, yeah. if you count this one. Read me from the. I absolutely disagree with that. That's one of the funniest episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Blood Under the Skin now. All right. Without your armor. <laughs> <laughs> I love that character. Sir Slicer? Sir Slicer is Sir Mixalot. Yes. He's Sir, the best. Sir so good. So, so good. So, uh, do you want to hear what your prediction was for this one based on the name Paper Pete? Yes. Ice King, in his loneliness, creates a new friend, Paper Pete, who ends up coming alive after a freak lightning storm. Paper Pete is evil and knocks out Ice King and starts to go after the Candy Kingdom in a rampage. I'd say you're pretty close. <laughs> lies. <laughs> All lies. It's not very close. Uh, Finn creates a new friend, friend named Paper Pete. Uh-huh. But does he create him or does he come upon him? Comes upon him. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um... All right. So as far as like how close it was, again, it's a D, maybe a solid F plus. Thanks. And as far as creativity, I'm giving that a B because I enjoy it, but it's very similar-ish to um, the Neptor episode, who is a friend of Ice King who comes to life from a freak lightning storm. I didn't even know that. I, you're you're looking at me like I remember that, and <laughs> I barely remember like the last episode ago. we even wrote. I know. Or watch. See, I don't even remember even watching episodes. We only write them, apparently. We only write them, yeah. <laughs> We've never actually seen Adventure Time. I don't even know what this show is. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do you want to predict what our next one's about? Yeah. The next episode is Another Way. All right. You hate this one. 
Oh, wait. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> While walking in the forest, Finn and Jake come to a fork in the road where the signs are gone. They try to find a map, but cannot. They pick a path and have to deal with the adventure they find along the way. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. You might be surprised how close that, that might be. I'm excited. Hey, Matt, guess what? What? We have some listener feedback. Listener feedback. Woo! Whoop. Yeah, we do. A new five-star review from Apple Podcasts. Yay! By the way, again, I if you want to help the show get some exposure, the best way to do it is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And also, um, we'll read it on air. So our latest review is titled, Hits the Spot Like a Bacon Pancake by JCBLTD, who says, I have a particular fondness for these sort of episodic unit-by-unit review series, and Matt and Amy have really put together a great one here. Oh, thank you. They consistently bring enthusiasm and charm to the episodes and are always able to tell me something about Adventure Time that I never knew before. On top of that, the fact that Matt is a longtime fan and Amy's relatively new to the series really helps to provide the audience with some great diversity of opinion and level of knowledge about the show. I can honestly say that I look forward to every episode. Keep up the great work, guys. Aw, thank you so much. Yes, thank you so much. That means a lot to us. And like every time we get an email or a, or a review like that, we're just like so filled with joy and it keeps us wanting to go. Yeah, it makes us happy. Yeah, it does. Hits the warm spots. Hits hits us right in the innies. <laughs> My innies! I had to do it. <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> we got one or two listeners who I'm sure appreciate that. All right, and then we got some emails. All right, from Mike N. Hey, Matt and Amy, I've binged your podcast over the last year and love it. You guys are great and have come a long way since episode one. True story. I'm a huge Adventure Time fan, and I've watched the show over and over and can't get enough of Finn and Jake. I listen to you guys late at night as I work overnights. Matt's Ice King impressions keep my nights cool. You guys have as much fun as you do with what you're passionate about have inspired me to do the same. I'm starting up my own podcast on Anchor with a friend, and mine called Taco and Boots, Mistakes Were Made. Oh, man. It's a World of Warcraft podcast for retail and classic (sighs) discussions. Um, we've both played for years, me 15 and her 10, so I thought it would be a fun adventure. Right now, we're in the planning stages and working out how to do our episodes, but we do have a trailer out on Spotify so far. If you guys have any tips or tricks you can give us, uh, we'd love to hear your listener feedback, listener feedback, LOL. Can't wait till your next episode, Mike, in parentheses, taco, P.S., in the boing aloing. It got me in the boing along. We both cracked up when we read that. (laughs) (laughs) And then we proceeded to repeat it over and over. Boing lines. Oh, man. Okay, so that's awesome. Amy, how long have you been playing World of Warcraft? So off and on for like 10 years. I've been playing for about two weeks. Yeah, and we love it. And I'm introducing Matt to uh, World of Warcraft. And I'm currently playing the expansion pack, the Battle of Azeroth, and leveling up. Yeah. I'll be yeah. totally honest. One of the reasons that we haven't recorded recently is because we've been filling up a few nights with World of Warcraft. We kind of love it. Yeah. It's awesome. So that's awesome that you're, that you're starting a World of Warcraft podcast. I'm going to listen to it because I'm I'm getting into WoW. And also, that email was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. And so you mentioned, like, mistakes were made. Dude, we're three seasons into the show. Mistakes are still being made on every episode. It's true. It's all about the editing. It, he fixes it in post. Fix it in post. But yeah, it's really cool. Um, and yes, I'd love I, love to listen to your show and uh, send us a link for sure. Also, if other tips and tricks, have fun. If you're not having fun, don't do it. Absolutely. So have fun with it. Do something you love. Make it a 
a cool thing to do. So For sure. That's what we do. You're the man. Yeah. All right. Friend of the podcast, Juniper, says, your latest episodes are mathematical. They're getting better and better. Aw, thanks, Juniper. Juniper, longtime listener. We love this kid. And we got one more email. This one is from BBD, titled, I love this podcast. Dear Matt and Amy, where has this podcast been all my life? I've been to this podcast in a week, and it has been epic. Man, that's really impressive. That is awesome. Your impressions are amazing, and your love for each other is so sweet. Aw. Aw. I recently reconnected with Adventure Time and even bought an Ice King plushie. That's so cool. Very cool. Please keep doing your podcasts. They bring me so much joy. I don't have Apple Podcasts, no rating. Sorry. But if I did, I'd give you five stars. Aw. Woohoo. Thank you so much. Thank B-B-W. you. W. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. All right. So, any last epi- any last thoughts about uh, Paper Pete, Maddie? No, I think I've said about everything I wanted to say about this one. I thought it was a lot of fun. Really goofy. This is one I'd revisit again. Yeah, for reals. I, you know, I, I think this is just a fun episode. I think I said a lot earlier about my thoughts around it, and I certainly um, would watch it again. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well... You have listened to another episode of Oh My Glob and Adventure Time podcast. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com. Check us out on our website, ohmyglobpodcast.com. Check us out on social media. Our handles are at ohmyglobpodcast. Shocker, right? Right. And you can always leave us a voicemail. <laughs> you keep looking at me like you want me to read the next thing. I do. <laughs> I just don't want to be a microphone hog. You're not. <laughs> you can also leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm and we'll play it on the pod. Absolutely. We love getting voicemails. Yeah, we do. It's awesome. <laughs> All right. With that said, I am Amy. I'm Matt. And we'll catch you on the flip. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye.